welcome to another episode of Live from the Video Tech. My name is Sam, and I am here with TJ Watson, the Digital Acquisitions Assistant at yep. Facets. Hello, TJ. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Uh, you you pitched this episode to me, and I was really proud and really kind of surprised uh, by how uh, it, it was. What, what, what episode are we talking about? What are we doing? What are we talking about? What uh, movie? Uh, well, today we're going to be talking about a Facets release by uh, Cartemquin Films yes. called Labor Stories, which if you're aware of Cartemquin, they're a wonderful film collective in Chicago that have been yeah. around since the 60s that Facets releases a lot of their titles. But the topic for this one was just three different strikes from different periods during a kind of... The mid-70s. Mid-70s. Late 60s, like yeah. late 60s, early to mid-70s. It's like mm-hmm. the la- one of the last, until very recently, big upsurges in labor activity. And speaking of that, at, up until last, we do have to put a little caveat for this episode by saying that we planned this episode well in advance, well before the Supreme Court court ruling today. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Janus ruling has been for people like worried about labor. It's kind of been on the horizon for a while, but mm-hmm. it, bef- we were going to do this episode before we knew that it was going to actually come down. <laughs> so any, like, response or, like, like just straight-up, like, pandering is no-go. We are... <laughs> we, we, have our, we have the paperwork to show it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, how about we talk about, like, the... What, what made you interested in this particular uh, film? Because I saw him and I was like, I was blown away by them first oh, yeah, and foremost they're, they're very fa- cool very they're fantastic cool. uh but like what what you were just talking on the way down here but like a little bit about your history about this mm-hmm. well i was a uh i was a member of a socialist organization for three years i'm going to currently be joining another one but uh in my time in that group i was able to do a lot of work with organized labor uh probably the most prominent thing was the one day april 1st strike of the chicago teachers union which was about twenty thousand people oh wow which yeah i mean it was only one day but it was still like a big thing and then just in general going to like picket support and i think that it's just in general organized labor right now is at a point that's incredibly it's incredibly weak and it's Mm. been under attack for like 40 years and i feel like it's only now really that people like younger people especially are really starting to be like wait a minute unions are a good thing like like (laughs) maybe unions actually have a a purpose like it's all something my dad just talked about with some wistful energy in his eyes exactly the the days of the steel strikes (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah i uh yeah i think for a long time it was seen as kind of quaint it's kind of seen as like oh well they did that in like the 20s and 30s and 40s Mm. but like now we have our rights and like And it was also just, and it also like just anti-union propaganda. Some of it mm-hmm. based in like very real things. Like yeah. there is a tendency towards conservatism on the part of some of like the labor bureaucracies. Yeah. But like in general, like what labor has done for people, for <laughs> social justice, for equality in this yeah. country, far outstrips any of the negatives. And you could see that in the one of the shorts they have, mm-hmm. the uh, the U E Wells episode of labor stories Mm -hmm. it is fantastic it's just basically these uh they're trying to like unify all the cultural cultures in the ue Mm -hmm. company and just trying to like have a election on whether or not to have a union yep yeah and that's also my favorite one it's the third one it's also the only one in color which is nice yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was it's it was amazing because like it's filled with like so much optimism and so much like 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 yeah we could do this let's let's band together no there's no borders when it comes to labor and mm-hmm. 
and like corporations are like kind of we have to make sure we we're finding our rights to be represented properly mm-hmm. and it does a pull it does a full z ending on you which like the last title the last title card is like oh everything they did failed and yeah, it's it, so heartbreaking it's just it's like and even worse is it like it didn't initially fail they voted to do it but then because of some like some inane like some inane like sort of like just courtroom like crap like just it was, like it was some bureaucracy that they looked up and literally tried to that no one else had an issue with yep yep it's just the like i mean and that's the playbook for anti-union uh kind of advocates in this country is very much like finding the legal loopholes i mean that's what they're doing Mm -hmm. with this is they're finding a way through like a constitutional argument to just completely defund unions and just completely erase their entire source of revenue yeah and uh, by making uh dues payments optional despite being represented by the union despite benefiting from the union and like everything (laughs) the union has you you don't have to pay them anymore but uh (laughs) yeah it's messed up but uh but but yeah i think that the two my two favorites of the short the three short films that Mm -hmm. comes with labor stories is like you said that one about the united electric uh labor drive or unionization drive which is just yeah like you said just the multi-racial solidarity and just the way that it really kind of reveals that like labor has historically and i mean it hasn't always been perfect there was like discrimination within the labor movement obviously and like i mean racism is one of the greatest tools that the bosses have to divide workers against oh, yeah. each other. Like that's like And they bring that up in the in one of the episodes as well in one mm-hmm. of the other shorts in that as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like and that's something I think is really cool about the organized labor movement. I think it's part of what is kind of bringing it back is mm-hmm. that people really understand that like oppression is intersectional. Now people yeah. really understand that it's like people you people's experiences are based on like multiple factors, their race, their gender, their class position. And what I like about the labor movement and what I like about like labor stories and the short films and that is mm-hmm. it really shows that these things are important mm-hmm. and it doesn't deny their importance but it shows that how they can be used as a basis of unity mm-hmm. you can use like the union as a way to unite people from different backgrounds in common struggle and towards a common aim and i think that that's something that's honestly really beautiful yeah absolutely <laughs> uh let's talk about the hospital strike mm, one yeah. hsa strike mm-hmm. which i had never heard uh i have never i my it, it it was a, a strike up from the doctors themselves yes. just advocating for better working conditions for their patients. Mm-hmm. Not for better pain necessarily, mm-hmm. but better for working conditions for their patients. And also the fact that like they they wanted like English tra- they wanted translators there mm-hmm. to like communicate because there was evidence that showed that because there weren't tra- Spanish speaking translators that patients had died. Because they weren't able to elaborate to explain what was wrong with them, mm-hmm. and it was just shocking. I I, I was blown away by that, mm-hmm. and also another bleak ending. Like they didn't win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't yeah. get like any. They just have the, like a foot in the door, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's like the the long sad story of labor in this country. It's like <laughs> a lot of a lot of defeats, not very many wins, but like uh, yeah. I what I really like about that one, and I think that. It's something that is needs to be highlighted more because again like if you look to like the anti-union kind of talking points one of them is that it's like oh they don't actually care about like representing people they don't actually care about bettering things for people they're just greedy they just want more money they just want better uh pensions blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. as if wanting a better pension is a crime but uh, but no like uh <laughs> but like things like that strike and like what it reminded me most of was the chicago teacher strike of 2012 mm. 
which it's like the demands that were raised were not simply like for better pay, better conditions for the people striking. It was yeah. for better conditions for everyone in the workplace, yeah. everyone in their space of operation. Like for the hospitals, like you said, it was like getting translators, having like less patients per room, like having more nurses be able, hiring more nurses so that more people could be focused on. And then in like, with the teachers union, it was like, again, like bigger classrooms, less people in your class, actually up-to-date textbooks, yes. things like, these things that like, they don't necessarily benefit the teachers or the doctors themselves, but it still is something that they're fighting for. And I think that that's something that's also really unique about labor is that there is that history of solidarity. Yeah. There's that history of like, we're fighting for more than just ourselves. It's a, it's a very American theme. And I think mm -hmm. that like, I think Criterion, Criterion, I'm trying to pronounce Cartemquin. Cartemquin. Okay. It's hard. That's... It's, it's weird. It's like K-A-R-T-E-M-Q-U-I-N. Oh, there's, Cartemquin. There's always a missing Q. Yeah, I think I, I could be wrong. So yeah. this could be this could be just me pulling stuff out of nowhere, but I'm pretty sure it's like an amalgam of like the names of the different people who found oh, the yeah. collective. I'm pretty sure that that's why it's called Cartemquin. Yeah. But otherwise it's just a very unique <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah, it's a and they also did Cartemquin also has a very like focuses on social justice a yes. lot and on like they like they made the movie Hoop Dreams, which is like a masterpiece. That is. Yeah. I've I remember watching that movie for it was I couldn't put it down. I, I was packing to like go on a trip and like mm -hmm. I just just had it in the background and I like stopped packing and I just kept on watching. Oh yeah, it's it's fantastic. The director of that actually went to the same high school that Peter and I went to. Oh really? <laughs> yep. Oh awesome. <laughs> yep. Peter Hokinson? Yep. Peter oh, of of this podcast. Of this podcast <laughs> of this, fame. Of yeah, of live at the video tech fame. Peter do you Robinson. have a do you have a shout out you want so shout out Steve James. Yeah, uh, shout out to Steve James, uh Oak Park River Forest alumni. <laughs> like, <laughs> along with Ernest Hemingway. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh uh, I have a different different oh. sad one for that one. Oh, what's that? Uh Sun Valley. Oh yeah. I Idaho. Mm-hmm. Ernest Hemingway yeah. killed himself there, yeah, and shout out Idaho. The memorial there is really beautiful, though. Oh, it we, is. Yeah, it's there's oh. this like little. If you go down, we we both have spent significant time Sometimes in, Idaho. in Idaho. Yeah, no. I was born, raised in Boise, Idaho, and my parents have a place in Sun Valley, and I've been going since I was like four. Like, oh, nice. So I've been around all over Idaho. Yeah. Like, it's it's an in, it's a complicated state. Yeah, it's, it's a very complicated it, it, state. It, the never the redness is only the mm. at the top, and it's honestly yeah, because that's where most of the ranchers are. Yeah, like yeah, and it's like ranchers kind of run that state. And when you go to like the other parts of that town, you'll just like you'll be surprised by how mm. how everyone is oh, really yeah. uh, beautiful and just like like it's just a mm -hmm. great town. Yeah, for sure. And there's something in the in the west, in the northwest particular that I've noticed is even amongst like conservatives, mm -hmm. there's a lot more respect for the land and there's yeah. a lot more respect for like Native Americans. And like yeah. the in in Idaho, even amongst like kind of right-wing people or like seemingly more conservative people, I've found a lot of people who care a lot about ecology and care a lot about like preserving like the traditions of the native people who lived here before them, which is really interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, you just don't expect that from, like... I, I feel like we have such sort of, like, circumscribed ideas of, like, how a person's politics defines them mm -hmm. that we don't really think about the subtleties there. No. And, like, I think that's something, to tie it back to labor, is that's something, like, that is complicated about labor is that because it's such a wide range of people mm -hmm. that is involved in the labor movement from such a wide range of backgrounds, there's a lot of differing ideologies. And yeah. especially since, like, the 50s when, like, all the, like, 
militants and leftists were pushed out during McCarthyism. Mm -hmm. Like, especially since then, there's been a lot of people with kind of more right-wing ideas in the labor movement, but, like, either they can, like, put aside their differences, or they, like, through struggle, through fighting, and through, like, uh, like, united front work and, like, working with other people, they discover more about themselves and more about, like, how the world could be a better place. I don't know. I'm a firm believer that, like, through struggle and through, like, political and collective action, people can change. And people can, like, people who a lot of people would write off as being right-wing or, like, completely just, like, beyond any, like, help could honestly change, you know? That, I I 100% agree. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a beautiful way to go out. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Keep watching movies and come back next time. Thank you for listening to Live from the Videotech, the Facets podcast. Since 1975, Facets has connected people to independent ideas through film. It's our goal to make sure that film continues to have the power to remind us on what it's like to be human. All of our programs expand on this simple, empathy-driven idea in many unique and pioneering ways. Learn more at facets.org, and you can come visit us in person at 1517 West Fullerton Avenue, Chicago, Illinois.